Oh my gosh, Zach, I am so excited for this week. Yeah, it's show swap. Oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm excited about. The movie, because I sure am excited. I mean, yeah, but come on, man, you're missing the opportunities here. This here podcast in the iTunes store is listed as explicit. <gasps> They're naughty. You know what that means? We can cuss. We can talk about butts. <laughs> and and say, damn. <laughs> and wiener. <laughs> Fuck, this is fun. <laughs> Emily. And this is... Home Viewing, except hosted by the host of Steampunks, because this is the show shop. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You are really gonna use that. And also, you're not White Diamond, stop it. Okay, fine. Hi, we're from Steampunks. (laughs) I was gonna have Zach edit it out, but you know what? We're doing it live. Here we go. That's the nice thing about allowing anything to go. Well, behind the scenes, <laughs> there's a lot of editing. Oh, man, there's editing. Anyway, who are we, Zach? Well, I'm Zachary Shock, a co-host, husband, and number one fan of Emily. Oh, and I'm Emily Shock, your co-host of Steampunks. We do the history of women in science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. But we'll talk more about that later. Today, on this show swap episode, we're going to talk about ba 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 Steven Universe! The Steven Universe movie! Because... Beep. <laughs> because while, while John and Bethany have a vast collection of DVDs and movies and stuff, we don't have any. <laughs> We've got, like, negative two. I have, I think, Muppets Take Manhattan. Bow, bow, bow. You've got some strong bad emails, right? I do have some strong bad emails, but that would have been boring. But we do have <laughs> this recorded from when it aired, and we watch it all the time, so... Like, legitimately, I'm pretty sure we're past, like, 25. It's a problem. I mean, like, each, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, quick, quick overview. Steven Universe, who is he? What's he do? Well, he's a prepubescent boy uh, trying to learn his place in the family unit of the Crystal Gems. Cool, 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 cool. Um, And the Crystal Gems are aliens... They fight a lot. And, yeah. You know what? This is a big spoilers for the Steven Universe movie, so if you're here, you know what it's about. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started with what did we like? Um. Well, I mean, obviously, first off, music. Music! It's, this whole movie is a musical, just... It's literally, outright. like, presented as... A musical, which, I mean, Steven Universe is already super musical all the time. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, all of the uh, voices are known to be able to sing. Like, uh, Rebecca Sugar kind of requires, quote-unquote, them, uh, because there is so much singing in this show. She, She started out at Cartoon Network as storyboard artist and... A composer for Adventure Time, and then got her own show, and so it's just very, it's very musical and great. And particularly in the movie, like boom, right off the bat, old Disney movie. 
Oh, yeah. It's got the book and everything. <laughs> and the three diamonds are singing, like, Stephen. Everyone believes it. Everyone believes it. Okay, no, that's okay, so. just terrible. <laughs> and then and then the next song is um, Here We Are in the Future, Happily Ever After. Oh, no, you... you... There is a song in between. Oh, there is a song in between. Yes. It's the best one out. I forget it. <laughs> Come stay with us in the palace or something it's similar. So it's again the three diamonds, but they're like begging Stephen to stay with them in Homeworld instead of going back to Earth. I would absolutely stay in the palace. <laughs> Oh, Blue Diamond, please. And, like, not even just the music, but, like, my favorite part of this is, like, the first time we ever see White Diamond, she's very imposing. She's the ultra ruler of Homeworld, and she's in this epic T-pose and, and like, big and imposing. And then in this one, she's literally, like, down on the ground with her <laughs> butt in the air. Like, please stay. <laughs> I love the one shot as Steven gets onto the uh, warp pad. And, like, they get down. It's, like, literally, one for one, a uh, sleepover pose. Like, oh, Oh, my God, Steven. (laughs) And then it's uh, more music talk. Uh, Here we are in the future. And this, I appreciate this because it's a good, like, it's not over the head for anybody that's watching. New people can come in having never seen Steven Universe and catch up. But fans aren't bored with stuff they already know yeah it, it it's like a it goes like i don't know like 30 seconds per character and like obviously there's breaks in between and everything but, but it's, it's a great like overview and it really shows their character growth in such great ways one of, Pearl. <laughs> one of my favorite uh parts from pearl is uh how she talks about uh the bass versus the bass b-a-s-s spells bass <laughs> Um, we went to Empire City Con last month, and Dee Dee Magno Hall was one of the guests there, the main guest. And uh, it's funny because she also pronounces words weird. She was talking about how she met, or no, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda tweeted at her or something, and she has auditioned for Hamilton like more times than she can count <laughs> and hasn't gotten in yet, which is a travesty, Lin. But she was talking about this tweet and she was like, I just wanted to reply and be like, notice me, senpai. <laughs> and literally the entire, entire audience was like, uh, no, what? Oh, honey, no. And she learned a new word and it was adorable. So Didi is Pearl. Pearl is Didi. All is good. <laughs> the next song, the next really good song, Other Friends. This is one of the songs that really brought me in. It's not that the the other two songs were bad. They were very Steven Universe. Yeah, they they were very classical for Steven Universe. (laughs) But this one really caught my attention. Spinel is so different from every other character. She's got that rubber hose animation. She's got that slight New York accent. Think like 19, I don't know, 30s Disney. 30s, 40s, yeah, like old steampunk willy. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And uh, it's... Olive oil from Popeye. (laughs) It's funny because like it's... It's Cuphead the movie. Yes. (laughs) And uh, they acknowledge that it's so different from the rest of but the animation. it still makes sense because gems can shapeshift. So yeah. it's not 
unheard of that a gem could do all this crazy stuff with her body. It's just like she's the only one that does. Could do it well. <laughs> <laughs> well, does it that way. Yeah, Am- yeah, yeah. Amethyst could do that if uh, she yeah. wanted. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Sarah Styles is the best cast of any voice actress ever. It, it, her range is crazy. She has like that super, <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> super silly voice. But then in her songs, like she is a true alto. She can be, she can be deep and angry, but then she can also be your best friend. And I love her. And I hate Pink Diamond for what she did to her. <laughs> and everyone's terrible. So that, that's Other Friends, that's like her intro villain song, like, hey, I'm here to fuck shit up and cut you in half and everyone's dead. Whoops. <laughs> oh man, that cut in half part. It, Oof. it lasts so long. <laughs> it, it goes into slow motion right there and everyone's just like dying. And then her <laughs> laughing as she gets cut in half. She gets cut in half and she's got a big old smile on her face going, <laughs> But that goes into our next song of Pearl Reboot 3. Dot exe? Something like that. It's 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 written like a program because it's Pearl's, like, installation guide. <laughs> and what's interesting to me is the fact that there's a three in there. Oh, she'd and, done it two more times before. Yeah, and so, like, we kind of know that, like, she... Okay, I guess we don't know, but, like, the theory is that she was White Diamond's Pearl and then became Pink Diamonds Pearl. So, like, did she get, like, reset? Although three normally comes up in file names the fourth time you save something. Oh. So what's the other one? What's the other two? What's the other two? (laughs) Pearl, what you been doing? (laughs) But, anyway, it just brings up a lot of uh, questions that, like, you wouldn't even think of unless you saw the name of the song. Or... It was just a funny joke because every time you work on anything artistic, there's always three final for reals dot. This is the actual one for for real, real, real dot yeah. exe. <laughs> oh, but no, this, this song was really cool. It, it it explained a lot of the gems that were there. Like, and, and like how they are, quote unquote, supposed to be. Yeah, like because... Gem Society is mm-hmm. a cast. And, like, they're all so good as babies. <laughs> Pearl, Baby Pearl is just, like, so proper and, like, hmm, this doesn't seem right. And then <laughs> Ruby's just, like, hup, 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 hup. And Amethyst is just copying everybody. It's so cute. Oh, Amethyst is oh, just tragic. Breaks my heart. But what... I kind of really liked about that. So obviously she's reformed and had people around her, but the fact that she got reset and this time when she came out brand new, she actually was around other people. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, before she was just alone for who knows how many thousands of years. Yeah. And like, that's never acknowledged in the movie, but like that kind of warms my heart in the tragedy that happened. You and know? then, and then it moves into their song. Stephen and Amethyst, um, no matter what, it's not no matter what, it's, um, it's, we are the, the that's retries. who we are, it's who we are. Well, yeah, here we are in the future, slash. Slash, here we are. And that one, he goes to Little Homeworld and talks with Bismuth, Bismuth Lapis, and Peridot, and Lapis is happy. Oh, happy Lapis. Happy Lapis. 
Lapis was my favorite character beforehand. And then she's smiling and happy and joking. Ugh. Oh, she jokes. Oh, she's got jokes. She jokes and she's like, she's confident and wants to like get this done. And I love her. And, um, <laughs> and I, I like this one. One, Uzo Adubo has a crazy good singing voice. I never expected that to come out of like her. She was and like, like the gr- gruff can be seen as bad, but with Bismuth, well, like, and Bismuth uh, is like a hard rock song almost. Yeah. Like, uh. It's like, she, she got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like that. And the fact that it was sort of like a rewrite of the, of the, we are the crystal gems theme song. It had words from it. Like that's who we are. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. are the crystal gems. That's who we are. We'll always save the day. If we can't, we'll always find a way. It was all in there mm-hmm. in a different way. It, it was the original version because she, she was the original. She was, she was one of the originals. <laughs> and then anyway. we go into No Matter What with Stephen and Amethyst. This one is really interesting. And musically. I say that about each one. I apologize because I love <laughs> Steven Universe. <laughs> musically. Um, you know, Amethyst's whole thing at this point is she has she has nothing. She's a completely blank slate and she keeps copying the people around her. And so it starts out with Steven doing a song and a tap dance, and she did the same thing. It was like, back and forth repeating. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, as it goes in, she gets, she like, is on top of it. She, she's doing it at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Weird imagery. <laughs> uh, but yes, is singing along at the same time, and then she goes into her own verse, and like, kind of shows and that she's her own she's person. She's slowly evolving and able to do things on her own again. And it's just like, as composers, as as musicians, like, just baffling. Whoosh. So good, and I just love it so much. So afterwards, it's independent together, and we, this song is just the whole thing around it. Steg, oh, oh my god, Steg is so hot, and I'm so <laughs> conflicted by that. <laughs> It's a dad and a son. As it one. Just, uh, but he has a 12 pack <laughs> and four arms, and I'm in love with him. And a double neck guitar. Like, I always <laughs> was like, okay, what's the use of this? Here's the use of this. It's, he has four arms. It's when you have a 12 pack and four arms, you can use a double neck guitar. And he. And the hair goes on forever. Oh. Like. <gasps> I guess this is a fashion corner, but... (laughs) Fashion corner Steg is amazing and hot and can do no wrong. (laughs) But the song, Independent Together, it's... it. uh, Pearl can't come back until she is completely separated from the person she's serving, a la Rose. So Stephen and Greg fuse for the first time. Sorry, in between this is uh, the song... Disobedient. Disobedient by Mike Kroll. And it's sung by Sadie Killer and the Rejects. And I just love this because, like... And Amethyst. Well, yes. (laughs) uh, There was an episode beforehand with Pearl getting to her rebel side. And uh, And she wanted to see your crawl. My My crawl. Your crawl. Pink (laughs) crawl. Sorry. Continue. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it's just really cool that he got into this and was able to write a song for it. And it's just so punk and... And great. Oh. And then... But then that doesn't work. And then they sing Independent Together. They fuse. 
to make Greg go away so Pearl can be independent again. They're flying around. Pearl sings a verse and finally gets back to herself. And then her and Amethyst fuse and we hopeled for Opal and Opal came back. And what's really cool is Opal is voiced by Amy Mann and uh, Stag is by... Ted Leo. Ted Leo, yes. And they're in a band together and they do a podcast together and they sang independent together together. And it's just really cool that, like, they could get together <laughs> for this. Independently. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just a really good song. Uh, it, really rock. Super you know? rock. Um, it, it, you can tell that, that Ted and Amy brought the, like, they basically wrote a song for their group and just brought it <laughs> into like, the movie. Yes. Here you go. Use this, please. Here, we made this. <laughs> Um, the next song is a bummer, but a beautiful bummer. Yeah. Oh my gosh, a beautiful bummer. So the whole deal with Spinell is that she was Pink Diamond's, like, playmate, and then Pink Diamond got all mature and was like, I don't want to have a playmate anymore. And so instead of, like, you know, giving her to someone else or saying, like, come with me and just be a little less silly. Anything else that she could have done. She just left her standing in one spot for 6,000 years. Now, I, I agree. I don't think she realized that she would have literally stayed there for an entire year. That's an entire discussion to be entire used for year. later. 6,000 years. For entire years, 6,000, whatever. Yeah, she probably, I agree. she probably thought, well, because Pink Diamond, you, you've got a good point. Pink is very independent. I think it took her a while to realize that, like, other gems aren't. Yeah, like they will listen to their uh, to their diamonds. Yeah, it, I. This is another thing. Like Rebecca said, that they're not hardwired to do it, but that shows the loyalty and that Spinell, the gems showed them. Spinel is so freaking loyal. Yeah, and so like, I, like I said, this is another discussion for later. But <laughs> I don't believe that she thought this would happen, but it did, and it does put a bad mark oh, onto. Yeah. Di- Pink Diamond slash Rose. Uh-huh. And and Drift Away is, you know, Spinell had lost her memory earlier when she got slashed in half. And this is her slowly remembering like, oh yeah, this is the place where I got abandoned and found out later that the person who abandoned me went and got new friends and is gone now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, another uh, cool side bit. So, uh, as we were saying earlier, Rebecca Sugar is was a songwriter for Adventure Time, and this is almost a sequel song to... Uh, let's Go in the Garden. Yeah, Let's Go in the Garden, uh, which is about how she once left a toy in the garden for six months. It was a little stuffed rabbit. Yes. And she left it outside, and it was... It was laying belly up, and so its belly got all light from the sun. Yeah. And so when she turned it upside down, it was still, like, the same on top. And she described it as, like, her first existential crisis. (laughs) Understandable. So, you know, another thing where she left it in the garden, it was upside down, because Spinel, when she goes from good Spinel to bad Spinel, quote-unquote, her gem flips, and it's Mm heart-shaped. So it goes from a normal heart to an upside-down heart. broken heart. It's just like, oh... And again, Sarah Styles with her with her voice acting and in, in this song is just like, you can feel the heartbreak. Ugh. Uh, Drift away. 
what, what I really liked uh, also about this song is the Crooniverse is really good at making alien songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a very similar style to What's the Use of Feeling Blue? and Another Homeworld-centric. Yeah, it was Yellow Diamond to Blue Diamond. And, like, you can tell that, like, like obviously it's human-made. It's, mm-hmm. it's an Earth song. Mm-hmm. But, like, it feels so alien. And those... Both of these songs are some of my favorites just because they're got so the ins- out there. It's got the instrumentation. It's got the weird harmonies. And, like, even, like, uh, th- there's a part where she goes, um, uh, keep on turning pages, people who don't care. See that no one's there. See that no one's there. See that no one's there. That third one doesn't really fit in a traditional song structure. Yeah. But they throw it in there. And it makes you go, oh, she's still thinking about it. And yeah, oof, very good. Great song. And then right after that, it's Steven saying like, I am so sorry she did this to you, but you can really, you can stand back up. You can, you can find someone to love again. And Spinell being, you know, the poor traumatized babe that she is just latches right onto him, Mm -hmm. which is not healthy, but it's totally what would happen. Absolutely. Uh, this was this will be another thing later you on. Can, you can talk about it now. We we have just go, just do it. The uh, they're really great at mental health uh, explanations without outright saying that it's a mental mm-hmm, mm-hmm. problem, uh, and uh, the, it it is a real way that somebody would react, and like it show by the end, it shows almost like how somebody can start. Uh, getting better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, even just the act of abandonment, I talked about this a little bit at a panel at Empire City Con, like, that's a very common form of bullying, especially for younger kids, is to be like, yeah, no, we'll be back, and then never, never come back. And it happened to me when I was little, and I could feel it. Mm-hmm. I got that, that pit in my stomach and down deep in my chest and like, oh, the poor baby. She just wanted to have fun. Uh, abandonment is like one of the most common issues among children because it happens so often, just, sadly. Oh, babies, they just need people. And, and they show it, they did just such a good job of showing that feeling um, but so, you know, he's like, you know, you, you'll find someone again eventually. And she's like, I found him now. It's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, which immediately turns sour because, you know, she turns off her injector. The day is saved. Um, and Steven's immediately going into like, okay, now what do we do? And she's like, is that it? And, and <laughs> it, it, it makes sense from Steven's perspective. It's oh, like, yeah. we, we need to figure out the immediate situation. He was not... It, it happened a lot in this movie where they weren't ignoring her, but they also were not including her. Yes. And, like, I mean, they had their made group, and he never necessarily was like, all right, yes, I'm the person who will take care of you now. No, she, she came to that... Conclusion. Conclusion, just because he was nice to her and it had been so long since anyone had been nice to her. Exactly. And I mean, like, he's also a a Mm -hmm. spawn of Pink Diamond. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which, so, she immediately has sort of almost like an epic panic attack um, because she sees that Steven still has the the scythe thingy that erases memories. 
And so she's like, oh, we're going to forget about this. You mean you're going to make me forget about it. Which is ridiculous because he tried putting it in the mane. He he, <laughs> he didn't lost, even think about it. <laughs> he lost all his powers. He couldn't put it in Lion's mane. <laughs> um, and so that leads into the next song, which uh, is the true kind of love. Which... Sorry, going back again, uh, my favorite song beforehand was another Garnet song, was... Oh uh, yeah, we missed, uh, suddenly hot, ooh, suddenly cold, ooh. Isn't it love? Isn't it yes. love? The first, because <laughs> Ruby and Sapphire flipped the script, and it was Sapphire saving Ruby this time. And they fused into Cotton Candy Garnet, little baby Garnet, who is precious and good. And the animation during this. Oh, like, oh my god. It was like... symbolism. It, well, it was like almost Beatles-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, like all that like trippy whatever. Oh my gosh. And it's such a short song, but it's such a strong and it's song. beautiful. And then the other Garnet song later at the part we yes. got to. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> We're new at this, <laughs> is true kind of love. So, you know, uh, Spinel's ha- is angry and mean again, and she's about to attack little baby Garnet. And she's like, go on, Steven, just just kill me because you know it's what you want to do. And he's like, no, I don't. That's not true. And Garnet's like, truth. That was her final piece to remembering herself. I mean, that's what she's all about. That's what she's all about, <laughs> truth and love. And... It's it's a jam. Yeah, th- this was this was one of the songs released before the movie came out. Well, they I all believe. were. This was one of the uh, pieces that came out a bit before the movie came like out. Like promo material. Yeah, and so like people were like, "Oh, what's gonna happen?" And yeah, it's just a great like. <laughs> it is one that it's Estelle any- doing a pop song, but yep. about truth and love. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Estelle. Uh, Steven comes in in the middle singing to. To Spinel, like, let me help you, please. And it keeps going. Um, and then we get into Steven's song. And I like, I love Change. It, it was uh, one of the songs that I had to listen a few times before getting into. Not that it was a bad song, but it it was so different from mm-hmm. the rest. What I love about it is we very rarely get a win song from Steven. Yeah. Steven's songs are always trying to build other people up. And mm-hmm. like, and this one kind of is still trying to build her up, but it starts out like, I did this, I can grow, I can change. Yeah, exactly. So can you. <laughs> yeah, and so like that, once I kind of, uh, not understood it, but like once I... Uh, Got into that. Yeah, I, I started to really like it. Um, And I also love the message of like, you know, I can't make you feel better, you can make you feel better. Exactly. Because like, yes... Sometimes you get angry and, you know, be angry. Of course, that's valid and fine. But there always ends up a point where you're just being mad to be mad. Mm-hmm. There's nothing constructive happening with it anymore. Yeah. And that's what he's talking about is like, Pink Diamond's gone. I'm sorry she did this to you. But destroying everything isn't going to fix it. You can decide to stop being angry. Exactly. <laughs> and oh, teaching the children's <laughs> all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the final song is 
The repro- uh, it's a the reprise final of, song. No, the le- the second the penultimate song. Yes, is um a reprise of two songs. It's the reprise of "Come Live with Us in the Because pa- because Spinell's is gonna go live in the palace of the diamonds. They come and they're like, "We're gonna live on Earth." And Stephen's like, "Please God, no." <laughs> <laughs> I need the alternate universe of the diamonds coming to live on Earth. They would hate it so bad. Oh, I just... I just need more diamond anything. Just please. So, you know, they're like, but we need someone to love. And and Steven's like, hey, Spinel's over here. She used to belong to Pink and, like, she needs someone to love too. And, and it's a mix of come live with us in the palace, but sung to Spinel and her the today. Right here, right now. With the squeaks of her shoes yeah, as she come, goes along. And she's There's still, always squeaks in the sh- in the shoes. Not always. Not when she's evil. Right, yeah, this yeah, time, yeah. she's still in her like negative form, her sad form. But that she ha- starts to squeak but she starts again. squeaking, and she's so happy, and the diamonds are so happy. It is the perfect ending for them. Oh. My face hurts from smiling every time we watch it. <laughs> that whole song, I am just beaming. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> and then the final song. Yeah, yeah that's the reprise of uh, Here We Are in the Future, the third time, finally happy again. And it's like, it's the big finale. It even ends like they're on a stage, like in an old movie musical. Literally, they are yeah. on a lighted stage. With big f- peacock feather <laughs> yeah. tuxedos on, and and Greg comes out and hands them a bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. And uh, it's so the music is great. We, we talked about a lot of the movie as we talked about the music. Is there anything we missed that you liked that you wanted to point out? Yeah. The uh, something else that I really loved was the animation. Like, yes. The and Steven Universe is kind of known for its unique it's, animation. It's very storyboard driven. And there's a bunch of different storyboarders. Yeah. And they don't have a style sheet that they have to follow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that's why I say it's known for its unique. It's not... A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people love it. I love it. I do too. I love Paradox Big Hair. <laughs> I just love that it can be so many different things to so many different people. Mm-hmm. Um, with this movie, they uh, specifically went with one animation studio. Uh, so there are two different ones. One is known for its action scenes. Like, it's really uh-huh. fighting and uh, really flashy. Yeah. Whereas the other one is known for its uh, really precise and uh, just very uh, intricate details in the Yeah, that's the, like, detail work. Yeah. And that's the one they went with. And it's just so detailed and good. Yeah. Uh, Not that the other, the other place is also very good. Yeah. It, th- I'm just saying, like, that. that's part of why there's so many And it's it's why it's, it's, it has the look it has. Because, you know, it, it's how Cartoon Network movies go. It's, it's like normal animation, but, like, stepped up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, some of the things I was thinking of is, like, uh, right in the beginning, as Steven's using his, giving his message out to the galaxy, uh, is the Spinel foot. The Spinel foot! I called it! <laughs> I mean, obviously, I call, I did not call that it was a foot. I had no idea what it was. I thought it was, like, a weird building. But it, it flashed up, and I was like, well, that's gonna be important later. Yeah. And, like, I... If you're looking down for, like, five seconds, maybe even less, you will miss it. Oh, yeah. No, it's like a two-second 
and blip. yeah, it, like it's just such a great like uh, foreshadowing that like you really don't. You see it later, and it's her foot, and it's all stuck in the ground because she's like, been there for so long. Uh, and you're like, oh my god. During uh, here we are in the future, the animation is so anime. It's so. Like anime, <laughs> they're running and they got the little like they'll be singing and their stories going on behind them in like a montage. Mm. <laughs> the, the the one that really gets me is when Steven is singing and it shows Rose and Pink with the uh, oh, wind flowing yes. between them. It, like it's, oh. <laughs> it's like it's like an anime opening and it's very good. <laughs> it's just so bad, so bad but so good. Um. Going back, uh, the cartoon physics, like, she's just so OP with them. Um, uh. The, I think my favorite shot in the whole movie is right before hijinks ensue, and she's got the saw, and she's looking at it, and she's going, hmm. What? <laughs> she's got this dumb little shitty, little, I'm going to touch this face. Yeah, she's like, what can I do with this? And not in an evil way, because she's good at, well, quote unquote, good at this point. But, like, she's just like, what is this? What can I do with it? Oh, no, oh I, I dropped it. It's just... <laughs> she's so... I, this is an animation, but I want to say it. Um, She's so supportive of Steven when she's baby Spinel. Like, yes. he's trying to, f- to to get the injector out of the ground, and he goes, lifts it up, and they're like, Steven, no, what no, are you don't doing? Do it, don't do it. And she goes, oh, yeah, lift with your legs. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants him to succeed. Just do well, Steven. <laughs> what I really noticed during the hijinks ensued scene is uh, the shadowing. Like, it... I, I think it may have started in the last, like, season or something, but, like, it really brings out a 3D animation. Yeah, that... it used to be very flat, just, like, colors and outlines, but now they've got, like, light sources going on. Yeah, and not that the other one was bad, because I also loved the animation, but, like, they made it where it's not jarring. I never noticed it until, like... Until you notice it. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's just specific scenes that you see. The one that I'm thinking of is, like, when Ruby and Sapphire are there... Mm-hmm. And like it's just about there's to, shadows. They're about to fuse, and the, and like Ruby's under the under the thing. She's like all shadowed in the pink of his shield, and it's it, very good. Exactly. Oh, Spinel's ears. Um, because you know, like like Mickey Mouse, no matter what direction he's looking, his ears are always visible in a profile mm-hmm. and always kind of in the same place they did the same thing with spinel's hair <laughs> it's so good and he, both when it when she's baby spinel with the heart-shaped hair and when she's when she's sad and has just like crazy ponytails they're always visible and like no matter which way she turns it i like to imagine she's shape-shifting it that way on purpose but then is she likes is she like sardonyx where she can break the fourth wall and knows where to point her pigtails probably, probably. Yeah, i want to put it past her <laughs> Anything else you like? The uh, the backgrounds are so much further. So much further. That was the big part of this movie. Because, like... You could literally see miles. Steven Universe is usually, like, you're on the boardwalk and you see, like, Fryman's. Yeah. But, the, like, <laughs> you could see... With uh, Homeworld, you could see all the way to the temple. Yeah. And, like, it's just... Ugh. And you can see, like, from the beach to little Homeworld. It just really made the world seem, like, so much bigger. Yeah, like, it's just awesome. So good. 
And I mean, th- there were a couple other things that just like they did so many transitions mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be a person or from scene to scene, all of those like everything you know was done by heart. Yeah. Like they loved doing what they were doing. So we could go on we for could hours. Absolutely, go on for days. <laughs> like. Like I said, this movie is just so good. Let's move on to what we didn't like. Yeah, because there are some parts I didn't quite... Only like three, but they're big ones. Yeah. Question number one that I have. I have a question. Zach? I have a question. How did Spinel get there so fast? I have my own personal theory, but... Yeah, no. Because it's like, Steven announces, hey, I fixed the galaxy. And Spinel sees it. And then he warps back to Homeworld. No. Warps back to Earth. And then he sings a song with his friends, in which he says to Connie, okay, I did like how he kissed Connie. Okay, continuing. In which he (laughs) says to Connie, oh, you don't want to come to the concert tonight? So this all, this whole movie happens in one day. They literally did not need to say that line to Connie. No. No, no, no. So this all happens in one day, which means that like 30 minutes between seeing this video, having an existential crisis about it. And poofing. She made a new form. Like, so poofing because she was so sad and becoming a new sad spinel. She found an injector full of bio poison. Just somewhere. That only she can use. (laughs) And flew it to earth. They, they literally did not need to use the injector in this entire movie. No. I'm sorry. It liter- the only thing it did was give a timeline that eventually didn't matter because they, they put all the poison in the earth anyway and nothing bad happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I understand that there's some things that could have, like... They needed, they needed some kind of, like, doomsday countdown or else this could have just gone... Like, they could have been like, oh, well, we have forever to figure out how to get the gems back. So this gave it, like, a timeline, but it was a dumb timeline that didn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Three things that kind of happened back-to-back is, uh, during, uh, Here We Are in the Future, is, uh, the gross misuse of gem power. Oh my gosh, Garnet's just like, I know what everybody's doing all the time. Like, Like, we know, but you don't have to talk about it. That, Steven just... Travels between Lion and Lars, and like, okay, kind of Lion, I get it. He's still a sentient being. But like, and Lars is like a functioning person that does stuff. He could have been on the toilet. He has his own life. Does Come he, on, Steven. Okay, does he pee? That's a question we'll get into the next episode. It's probably like once every couple weeks. It could have been, it could have been one of the big ones. There will be no next episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, but, like, there's just so many things. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it looked cool, but if you thought about the implications. (laughs) Okay. Um, Other big one. And the third one. Why would you ask that, Steven? Why would you? Are we going to be happy forever? No. Steven, you're 16. You could potentially live for thousands of years. No. I'm sorry. The answer is always no. (laughs) Like, will you have an overall happy life? Probably. Maybe. But will you be happy forever? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just, oh, Steven. So another big one is like, Steven's like, should we get the diamonds? And Lapis is like, 
no, you're the one with healing powers. It's like, okay, that might be true, but they could still really help you here. <laughs> They're strong. They're powerful. Even, they... even beyond strength and power, they know what the fuck the scythe is. <laughs> they know what the scythe is. They know what the injector is. They, they might know what have I'm... like a, oh, here's our anti-scythe. <laughs> <laughs> here's our re-reset button. <laughs> what? I realize that if the diamonds had come and fixed it all, that would have been a short, boring movie. But, like, have a better reason than that. <laughs> Maybe Spe- just don't think of it because you're, like, so stressed out. <laughs> Speaking of the having to, wanting to re-reset it, Rebecca Sugar figured out this movie because she accidentally reset her phone, which reset, like, completely took away all of her uh, drawings and her... Her uh, notes... Everything her, for like a whole season. Like I think she had the important stuff, other, but like still, yeah. like just this whole idea of like completely restarting. That's anyway. where she got it. <laughs> as cool as Independent Together was, holy cow, was that a waste of power, Stephen? <laughs> not only fusing, but making all your friends fly when you're like on the verge of death from not having power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then, uh, there's also the, the, the gems didn't remember the time that they had amnesia, but they also did at weird points. It depended. And I get it. Whatever. Got, it's a movie. (laughs) You only got so much time. My my final one is like, their ultimate solution to the damage the bioinjector did is Steven's healing spit. And so, like... Did he just kiss every square inch of the hill for, like, two years? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, maybe they went to Rose's fountain and, like, stuck a fire hose in it or something. Anything but making Steven just kiss the ground. (laughs) My worst one that I hate about this movie... Why did the pizza car start melting? It's not organic. Yes! Their whole thing was that, like, Stephen even goes, oh, it got on my organic jacket. And, but, like, the car starts melting. I- unless it's unless it's uh, an organic pizza car. Does steel, is steel organic? What's organic? I mean, maybe it's made out of pizza. Maybe it's made out of pizza. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's do... Uh, fashion corner. Real quick, because a lot of this is from the show, so probably yeah. a lot of you know They're this. They're all in their new outfits. Yes. Uh, Steven's jacket and neck, that is new. He has That's, a neck! Because, oh. I don't know if we mentioned this, this is like two years in the future from the show finale. <laughs> and he, he grew up. He grew up and he grew a neck! Uh, Connie's hair is just He's really good. so cute and she loves Steven <laughs> and they kiss on the cheek. And Lion kiss blocks them. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Rebel Pearl. Rebel Pearl. Rebel every Pearl mm. is just, is, she's, I love it. So good. Um, um, the glasses on Peridot and, and Garnet, even though we didn't see Garnet's very much because she became baby Garnet so soon, mm. I thought when they first reformed at the end of Diamond Days that... Like, it would just be obnoxious to look at. Yeah. <laughs> like, it It seemed like, like, okay, this because this is the last episode. Like, they don't care about do it, it being animated well. It's not the last episode, but we thought it was. We thought it was at the time. <laughs> but no, it totally, it totally works. It, it especially on Garnet, because like, her head's already so big anyway. Mm-hmm. And Peridot is just so obnoxious she's anyway. So, she's such a little obnoxious, angry piece of pie. She's my trash queen. <laughs> and it works. So I was glad with that. Uh, Amethyst gem is actually showing yes. instead of uh, confident 
woman, yes. Body positivity always. The original forms very well matched their uh, personality. We mm-hmm. never, granted, we never saw any of them in their no, we saw form. We saw Pearl. And and Ruby and Sapphire, but like we, we never saw and, Amethyst. And, and Garnet. So Amethyst's original form okay. was really the new so, first one. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but it was good because she was like, when other Amethysts came out, they had their whole uniform and everything. She didn't know what she was supposed to be, so she literally came out a blank slate. You could still see like her her limb Like joints. segments. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I loved the ruby and sapphire garnets in Isn't It Love? Yes, when they first fused, it was perfect. It, it, it was, like, you could tell that they were both independent it's, people, but it, they were also garnets. It's why garnet, can, cotton candy garnet looked how she looked, because it was literally smashing that ruby garnet and that sapphire garnet together. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was the robinoid visors. <laughs> they had visors like paradise. They were, I love the robinoids anyway. Do, do they just, like... <laughs> come from her like is that why they had i guess she does not birth robinoids (laughs) i promise you don't know that have you ever seen it promise she does not birth the robinoids have you ever seen batman and bruce wayne in the same room god anyway (laughs) um the house and temple looks a lot cooler yeah yeah because bismuth bismuth rebuilt it after everything exploded (laughs) (laughs) oops Uh, there was a nephrite on cocaine in uh, Here We Are in the Future in the end. Like, it was wide <laughs> eyes mean, and... They look kind of funky anyway because they got, like, the one eye and the crazy hair. Mm-hmm. But she was like... <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, Fashion Corner, I can't not talk about Watermelon Tourmaline, who's this big, poofy <laughs> pufferfish gem, and she had a sweater tied around her neck and the, her spikes were coming out of it. <laughs> and she was so pure and wonderful. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, just all the, all the homeworld gems doing Earth stuff was so great. Uh, and finally, uh, Connie in her spacesuit. Spacesuit, because she went to space camp. Her parents. <laughs> but were, she was there for like an hour. And then, yeah, <sighs> how'd she even get there in time to put on a spacesuit? I doubt Lion even had to go to space camp. He probably just went to her house where she was getting ready to leave. Because it was the same day. <laughs> Oh, so that's Steven Universe that we love and hate. Steven Universe, the movie, it's good. Go watch it. I, I'm i sorry, but I can't not say this. The oh, no. triple diamond salute. Oh my god, from Spinel with her arms. <laughs> my diamonds. And then freaking uh, yellow diamond just cracking up. <laughs> Six thousand years! Well, because earlier we had seen... In Diamond Days, that like Stephen did something that made her laugh, and she was like, "Oh, Pink always made me laugh too." So she has that back. <laughs> There's a fan comic I saw where Spinel was like, "Yellow Diamond, where are my pants?" And this, oh, oh, oh no, no, it wasn't that. The next, the next panel was just her going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that's Steven Universe the movie. It's great. Go watch it. Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, we want to thank John and Bethany. I'm sure you missed them <laughs> listening to us nerd out. <laughs> I hope they enjoy the episode. So They're going to be hosting our show, Steampunk, sometime in the next week. Uh, like I said earlier, we do the history of women in science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. 
like Ada Lovelace, who was a computer programmer, the first one of all genders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, our last episode was about Frida Kahlo, and it was one of my favorites. It's so good. <laughs> so check them out, and if you like it, stick around, check us out too. Check out all other kinds of shows, because we are a part of the Pocket Podcast Network, bringing quality content right to your pocket. And check out other shows like uh, Steampunks, The Avocado Toast, No Dice, they're going to be coming back soon. I'm going to be on the show swap for that one, too. And so is John, he GMs it, and he's great. <laughs> um, you can follow us at Steampunks Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and obviously make sure you're following Home Viewing at Home Viewing Pod. And I'm Zach. I'm Emily. And until next time, don't buy any more DVDs. It's never how you knew it. Nobody looks at it that way but you. We all saw drowning, but you were the one with the blood on your hands. Saying I never saw the Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.